Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'one Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, Episode 38. The following is the recitation of Psalm 34, aka Perak or Mizmor Lamed Dalid. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 34. Le David Bishanoto et Tamo Lifne Avimelech Vayigarashehu Vayelach Avaracha et Adonai Behol et Tamid Tehilato Befi Badonai titala lel nafshi Yishmu anavim Vayismachu Gadlu ladonai iti Uneromama shemo yachdav Darashti et Adonai Vaanani Umikol Migurotai Hitsilani Hibitu Elav Vinaharu Ufenehem Al Yechaparu Ze Ani Kara Vadonai Shamea Umikol Sarotav Hoshio Chone Malach Adonai Saviv Lereav Vayechaltsem Taamu Uru Kitov Adonai Ashrei Hagever Yachasebo Yeru et Adonai Kedoshav Ki ein machsor li re'av. Kifirim rashu vera'evu. Vidorshe Adonai lo yachsiru kol tov. Lechu vanim shimuli. Yurat Adonai alam medchem. Mi ha'ish. Hachafetz Chaim Ohev Yamim Lir Ot Tov Nitzor Lishoncha Mira Usifatacha Medaber Mirma Sur Mira Vase Tov Bakesh Shalom Verad Fehu Ene Adonai El Sadikim Veaznav El Shavatam Pene Adonai Beose Ra Lahachrit Me Eretz Zichram Saaku Vadonai Shamea Umikol 
Sarotam Hitzilam Karov Adonai Lenishbere Lev Veet Dachei Ruach Yoshia Rabot Raot Tzadik Umikulam Yatilenu Adonai Shomer Kol Atmotav Achat Mehena Lo Nishbara Temotet Rasha Ra'a Visone Tzadik Yashamu Poda Adonai Nefesh Avadav Velo Yashmu Kol Hachosim Bo Psalm 34 that we say in davening Shabbos morning and other bits are well known elsewhere gives a hint of its own backstory in the first Pasuk. Just to try to sum up quickly, in Shmuel 2, Shaul has been appointed by Shmuel uh, Hanavi as king, but things didn't work out, and so Shmuel then appointed David, who at this point is awkwardly the king-in-waiting, and Shaul was trying to kill him. So David had to feign insanity with drooling and everything after turning himself over to the plishtim to the point where the plishti king, either called Achish or the general term perhaps Avimelech, said, am I lacking insane people here? And he kicks him out. Thereby, David was saved from death. There's a midrash that explains that David learned from this experience that everything has a purpose, even things that are hard to understand, such as people that are not of sound of mind, and he composed this psalm based on that. Other commentaries highlight that David is clearly speaking to a crowd of disciples, as it is written in uh, Aleph through Tough format, ensuring that everything is clearly articulated, and he seems to be specifically addressing a crowd within them as more. Others understand that he might very well have just walked away from the Plishti army and be completely alone right now, but speaking to the believers that he imagined one day would read this psalm and glean from it. I want to focus on the last opinion, because this psalm does say David himself was distraught in Pasuk 19. Karov Hashem le nishbere lev. Hashem is closest to the brokenhearted, which Rabbi Daniel Friedman points out that David actually felt very close to Hashem at this point because of how debased he had had to become during that event. And yet he felt the opposite of abandoned. What does David do after possibly feeling humiliated? He teaches others how to best fear God. The core of the psukim, 13 through 15, Yes, this is the source for not speaking Lashon Hara. Who is the man that is eager or clings to life? Ohev yamim lir otov, who loves days to see good. Nitzor l'shoncha meira, guard your tongue from evil. Usifatecha medaber merma, and your lips from speaking deceit. Sor meira, ba'asetov, turn away from evil and do good. 
Bakesh Shalom Verod Feha, seek peace and pursue it. Now, I wanted to make sure I went through each one of those because I need to acknowledge something important. At first, it seems that David is saying that keeping all these things will provide you with a good life because it mentions who loves to see good days. And yet, in Pesach 20, it says, Rabot Raot Sadiq, many are the afflictions of the righteous. So let's look at that again. The truth is, when you separate yourself and keep from speaking Lashon Hara, it's not only hard to uphold because of the desire to share and to be in the know, it's hard because you become somewhat of an outcast if you are not in an environment that has not embraced it. And then there is chasing after peace. As someone who personally strives to resolve conflicts between people, and while yes, there are successful times, I can't tell you how many times I have become the quote bad guy just to seal the peace deal, so to speak. It definitely doesn't always make life, quote, good for me. So what is David teaching here? David, although had moments of doubt, has always counted himself amongst the believers in Hashem. My husband, Rabbi Mordechai Harris, pointed out that Ohev Yamim Liro Tov, and this whole psalm, really, is speaking specifically to the people that already believe in Hashem as someone who will be there for them and proposing a belief perspective of focusing on the good and turning away from evil. In other words, some, to quote Karl Marx, think of religion as an opiate for the masses, a comfort blanket, and even a scapegoat to help you see that someone is in charge and perhaps to blame for whatever happens, good or bad. But there's an old quote, Religion should comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. To say that Hashem isn't just causing bad outcomes just because, he's doing it specifically to make you uncomfortable. And if you have the perspective that you can see the good in that day, or as a result of that action, whether it's helping someone or getting closer to Hashem, even if it means you are physically and emotionally in a lower place for that time period, then you will still be able to chafetz, cling to life, as David is even demonstrating now from his place of brokenheartedness. Unlike the disconnected person mentioned in Pasuk 22, who will be killed, perhaps emotionally or physically, under the weight of repeated disheartening, the person that has the perspective of Hashem in their life is better equipped to still find the good. With the upcoming holiday of Rosh Hashanah in mind, may we all be able to easily have a perspective of Hashem and clearly see that not only does he serve as a comfort, but also serves as someone who can always help us see the good in our days and be able to continue to cling to life and continue to live in a way that helps and raises others up and brings them closer together. The learning and recitation of this psalm is in honor of everyone in the world. May we have an emotional, physical, and spiritual healing that creates positive waves, removes any bad decree, and brings harmony and peaceful togetherness in our day. Gmar Tova. Stay tuned until after this quick break.
If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nurseNisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Thank you.